What's up, everybody? This is Zach. And Amy. Shad. And Judah. With Be A Light, we hope that you've been having a fantastical week. Fantasmical. Fantasmical. I made that word up just for this episode. Next week, it'll be something totally different. If I remember. That's his only <laughs> contribution. Yes, sure. And the editing. <laughs> and the color correcting. <laughs> Starter! <laughs> <laughs> We've done it four times. We're not doing it again. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't already, go like us, go share us, do all of those awesome things that the internet has provided to us. Uh, you know, when you're trying to avoid eye contact with somebody at your work, that's a good time to share and be alive. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> um, so this episode, we're going to be just kind of like um, just saying whatever's on Free our style. heart. We're going to kind of, you know, like... Catch everybody up on how are doing. How are doing. Uh, and Judah wanted to start. So, Judah, go. Yay. All the hype's gone. I choose you, but Pikachu. Okay. So, um, yeah, we're doing freestyle, so everyone's going to talk about something different. But before we started, I just heard um, that we have a lot of joy. Like, Plus, we've had to do this intro like five times. And we've just had a lot of joy tonight. Um, and I think we're going to end up talking about community, too, because, of course... That's what we've always wanted. Now that we've progressed, we've gotten to know each other more. Um, you know, we've become better friends. Uh, I think you'd be able to see how much more of a community we are. I see everyone's growing. We're so happy that you guys are with us, that you join us every week. Uh, you faithful people to share it, to like it. Um, you know, I think in the future we'll give you a special chair somewhere. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Zach's going to beat me special up after this. Special chair. Um, but we just love you guys and just be expectant um, mm. this week as you go throughout your day. Be expectant, full of hope, full of joy, full of peace. I believe the Lord wants you to like actually face these things that are in your life. He doesn't want you to cower down. Uh, one thing he's been teaching me is drawing lines so to to draw a line don't draw a, a finger little line in the sand that can be distorted we need as christians to draw a hard line in the sand of what we believe and what we do not believe we cannot be flaky we cannot be wishy-washy we cannot be blown around by every wind of doctrine we must study i posted earlier today that ignorance or uh, ignorance is the bedfellow to death and so if you if we stay in ignorance, if we do not gain knowledge, because people perish for lack of knowledge, if we do not gain knowledge of God, then we we're, we're ignorant. We remain ignorant. And we die because of stupid, preventable things. Mm. So I encourage you today to get knowledge, gain knowledge. We are in a, a we are in a culture that has so much information. Don't become inundated with useless things. Your mind is a wonderful thing. Your mind can retain so many things. You're much smarter than you think you are. You're more intelligent. You can learn way more than you would ever imagine if you put your mind to it and begin to say, I'm going to learn these things. I'm going to change my life. You can't wait around for someone to change your life because they're never going to come around. No one's going to come around and change your life. You must change it. The Lord is saying now you, 
You, you, you must take the bull by the horns and say, this is my life. It has been given to me by God. You must get in the scriptures and gain and say, this is the truth that you've given me all things for life and godliness. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. With men, nothing is possible, but with God, all things are possible. So as you get the truth of God in you, you dispel ignorance from yourself and you gain life. You gain life. You can change the direction of your entire family. If you were born in poverty, you can lead them to riches. You can change the legacy of your entire family. If you have a history of depression, anything, let me face this right here. Generational curses are done on the cross. When you're born again, you are completely, you are made of incorruptible seed. You are born again. Behold, the old things have passed away. All things have been made new. But now, you can begin to correct what's begin to destroy your family. You can begin to bring life because you're of a new lineage. You are of the child, the seed of God. Amen. And you can bring heaven to earth in your life. I don't care if you are a peasant or a king. You have the same amount of time, and people might say, but I don't have the same amount of resources. It does not matter. Someone who does not have determination can sit with a million dollars and only have that million dollars the rest of their life. Someone with determination can take $10 and become a multimillionaire. They can become a billionaire. But even with your emotional wealth, with everything, with the little bit that you have, if you will put your mind to it, if you will say, I am pursuing this and I am not backing down, you will see results. If you scatter seed with wisdom, you will see change in your life. But if we stay as those who have have excuses and make excuses as why we're somewhere when we know we should be somewhere else you will not see any change and you will become someone who blames everyone else but that is not who you are i am telling you today that you are not one who just blames other people who makes excuses stop that now you are one who is determined and focused you have everything you need to live this life you can see change and you will see change you are meant for great things you are loved by god god of the universe who spoke this world into existence is for you and you have no excuse any longer christ has died the riches of heaven has been poured out through the body of christ and he now dwells in you the same spirit that raised christ from the dead dwells in you and though the death's coming to your body, the same spirit will give life to that mortal body. So you are healed right now in Jesus' name. Yes. You are made well. If you have any mental instability, you be stable now in Jesus' name. Everything be brought right into your life, but it's not going to be just through prayer. You must gain truth. The Holy Spirit will lead you, will lead you into all truth. But if you don't follow, you won't get any truth. So you cannot sit idly by as we are Christians. We must be disciplined believers. We must walk in love. We must walk with a focused, determined pace in this life. And I'm telling you, as you begin to take this, you will see change in your life. You're not going to get everything right, but you will gain knowledge and wisdom as you go. And in 10 years, me and Shad have been saying this, you will be a completely different person. But start today. Do not wait for tomorrow because tomorrow is not promised. Mm. Do not worry about tomorrow because there's enough worry for itself. Do not hold on to your past. I am telling you right now, the Lord is saying, if you will begin to take action, you will see change. Not because he's going to do things because he's already done it. He has already given you everything you need. So stop waiting for God to do something and realize he's done it through Christ. Mm. There you go. Woo. Amen.
Tortoise wins. <laughs> yes. Come on. I'm just thankful for that word. Um, actually, um, a little while ago, um, I got a word of knowledge and God, um, you know, he gives us, um, sometimes God will tell us things and it's because he's working through us to show people love and to highlight people. And um, <clears throat> I'd never had this happen before, but he gave me a phone number the other day. And um, I know this may sound really weird, but I look through my phone. I don't know anybody with this phone number. Um, and I'm not saying that you have to comment that this is your phone number because I'm not trying to give your personal information away. Um, but just if your phone number <clears throat> or you know someone with the phone number uh, 549-4310, or it was 594-4310. Um, just, uh, <clears throat> I feel like God's telling me that, um, obviously he's calling you out, <laughs> literally calling out your phone number, <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's got your number, <laughs> but he is wanting to tell you, um honestly I feel like it's just like a friend cuz honestly we don't we don't memorize numbers anymore because we always save them in our phone mm -hmm. but there's those people that are close to you where they call you enough where they they know your number yeah. and God is saying like I I know who who you are I know what's going on and you can talk to me and you can confide in me and um I just feel like God's saying that he wants to be that friend for you. Um, and I also, um, when we were um, sitting here just getting ready for the show and when Chudo was talking, um, there is someone named Megan, and you live in Dothan, Alabama. Um, and I feel like there is something going on um with with family and um god is god is saying right now that love is not lost and that family is important to him and your family is important to him so um just take that if you know someone named Megan, or you are Megan, and you're from Dothan, Alabama, or Dothan, Alabama is, means something to you, um, just take that word, and um, just want to encourage you with that. Um, That's good. <laughs> can I share one more? <laughs> yeah, keep going. Um, <clears throat> this is a word I got a long time ago, and I've never found this person yet, um, but... God's just telling me to walk in courage and to share it. There is a waitress named Lindsay. You have brown hair. And um, God gave me this word a while ago. Um, I, I could literally picture you. It was like you were kind of like on your break at work. 
and you were sitting at the table and it was like you were drinking a cup of tea alone. You feel like you were alone. And um, God is telling you that you're not alone. And that it's just like a shared cup of tea, like having that conversation over a cup of tea. Um, he's wanting to share that special in, that special kind of intimate talk with you. And he wants you to know that you are not alone. You are his child. You are his beloved. And um, the more love is going to come into your life. More people where you feel like you are not alone, but it's going to start with you realizing you're not alone because God is with you. Yes. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. My man, Shad. <laughs> I guess I'm up. Um, so I, um, I went into Waffle House today. As some of you might know, I've been practicing uh, hearing from God by journaling, and I was just sitting there and just ordered my food, and I had some big stuff earlier today that I knew was coming up, and I felt like maybe I should pray, and I kind of just felt it in me, and I looked up above the cash register at Waffle House, and the sign says, please pay here. But I saw it as, please pray here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, Lord, I know what you're doing. <laughs> so I pulled out my pen and I uh, just started writing. And um, something here is for you. So this is what he said. Shad, your strength relies upon your weakness. And the peculiarity of my kingdom and confounding the wise with foolish things I have given you dominion through submission. The battleground you fight is in your soul. You choose to submit to the thoughts that are fighting to take root in your mind. As you learn my voice, it becomes much easier to protect my words within, you, within your soul and to pluck out the seeds of the enemy. The fruit of your enemy's seed is poison, lack, loss, and death. The fruit of my word, the seed of faith, is nourishment to your bones, plenty, growth, and life. To fully experience the fruit of the Spirit, you have to accept and protect the seed of the Spirit, my word. The fruits of the spirits are attributes of the heart. That is what I'm after, your hearts. If my people are in submission to my spirit and their heart, they will also be godlike in their external lives. Think of Joseph. He was a prisoner and slave, but placed over all of Egypt, second only to Pharaoh because his character and performance was godlike. Yes. I allow people to fall into their own forms of slavery that they might experience and appreciate the power and value of my mm -hmm. word themselves. Wow. Come on. Mm -hmm. There are no excuses for my people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> By the way, I, I didn't, had no idea Judah was going to say what he said today, and the whole time he was talking, I was thinking this is what God spoke to me this mm -hmm. morning. Mm -hmm. yeah. There are no excuses for my people. Even perfection has limitations, but my word is boundless. Wow. There is no bridle to contain my word. Submit to what I've said about you. Submit to the attitudes I have provided. Submit to the, implement, submit to the implementation of my ways. I want to run through my people like a water pipe to nourish many, but the power of God in a dirty vessel will only defile. Come on. 
The word of God may turn into a giant and beautiful tree that provides shade, food, and a home to many creatures, but it begins as a seed. Come on. Come on. Come on. (laughs) If you do not nourish the seed, you will never see the tree, let alone taste its fruit. You have to be thankful with the small things before you can be faithful with something bigger. People assume this means if you obey me in something small, I will give you something bigger as a reward. This is not always so. Many times, the big thing you want is actually the fully matured version of the small seed I have given you. Come on. Wow. That is good. But you reject the seed, neglect it, neglect it, or let the enemy choke it out by the cares of this world. You will not always be able to see the connection between the words I'm speaking to you and the fully formed garden of your destiny. Just trust me. Isn't that what faith is anyways? I see the end from the beginning and understand the proper steps and foundation needed to shape you into the version of yourself you crave to be. Wow. That was lit. Amen. <laughs> that was lit good. Wow. I'm glad you spoke on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to kind of run off of that, that's a lot of the things that he's been kind of like putting on my heart. I know we talked about it last week and it he was wasn't like, here. So. You weren't even here, which is just confirmation that God is saying a lot of the same stuff yes. to all of us. Cause Judah was talking about me having, being a tree and yeah. uh, that, and you can watch last week's episode and God like gave me this like, boom, it was, you know, I was talking about, you know, Jesus being like, the seed and we're like the tree of life has grown through us and everything. <clears throat> oh, that's fire, man. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Do you want to add anything on to that? Uh, let's see. It's good. I just didn't want to like, yeah, jump on you, jump qu- on your toes. I had a question. Go ahead. Um, this top paragraph right here, submitting, sorry, uh, submitting to the implementation Like, what do you feel like, if you could read that statement and like, what do you feel like he was meaning in that statement? Yeah, that's, um, I said submit to the (laughs) implementation. Oh, there are so many syllables in this word. It's a $6 word. (laughs) Submit to the implementation of my ways. Um, It's all, it's tied together where uh, the next paragraph, he was talking to me about how um, obedience in the small things before yeah. the big things like probably a year ago maybe a year and a half ago it's been a minute like he he really helped me to see and it's common sense nothing about God is not common sense you know, yeah. like, oh, that makes completely whatever we live in a cause and effect world and if you believe everything we do has a cause and an effect then you can take ownership of saying I'm in control of my life and that's the way it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he's after your heart because when he has your heart, you're going to change the way you think and you're going to change the way you feel. Mm-hmm. And if you change the way you think and feel, you're going to change the way you behave. Yeah. So, but he's shown me like our life is basically the summation of our behavioral patterns. Mm-hmm. So I, I see all the things that he's always called me to be from as long as I can remember having memories. And then I can, I just sit there. This is a few, just a few years back. It's like, why the heck am I not 
becoming the thing that I know he's created me to be. Mm. And the truth is I never took the small steps in the beginning yeah. that turn into something bigger over time. So now there, there are still a lot of things I haven't taken steps in and I'm not, I know we just talked about not making excuses, but we only have so much time. So like there are so many things I'm like throwing out seed and watering and gardening. <laughs> and some of these things are going to have to be done mm-hmm. whenever they're done. I don't know. But like, but now it's like, I'm wanting to write down all these things that he says and not allow them to escape my mind because even though I said, I'm not trying to make an excuse in a way I still made an excuse Yeah, because there are things that I know God has told me that I haven't done yet. Yeah. And it's the, the primary blockage for me has been the cares of the world because there's so much stuff that's vying for our time, so much stuff vying for our attention And maybe sometimes we need to just let that thing fall on the back burner and just do what God said so that seed can turn into something. Yes. Yeah. That's good. That answer your question? No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was just such a specific wording. It was like, I was just curious, like what you felt like he was telling you in that statement. And it's since I've started journaling to hear from him, I actually haven't done it that much. Let's see if I dated the last one. This is March 11th today, and this one, the last one I did, I didn't even put the date on there. It's been a minute. I've done it since December. But one of the reasons I don't do this every day is because I haven't done all the things he said already. Yeah. It's like I don't want it to be commonplace to hear from God and then have not implemented the things he already said, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to do and haven't done yet is I want to make it into a habit of reading the things he's already said. Because I know in Proverbs, it talks about like tying the the words of God to your finger or something like that or around yeah. your neck and different mm. things. Yeah. And, you know, I've already been working um, these past few months at memorizing scripture, which is something I've never done before. But now that God's speaking to me like this, this stuff needs to be memorized too, you know? Like it's, yeah. all, um, it's, it's plain to me that he's speaking specific things to me. And if I just let it go out the window, like what's the, what's the point of the entire thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and the reason, two scriptures real quick, the reason he wants to get a hold of your heart, because scripture says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And also out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yeah. So your words reveal where you're at. So if your words are not revealing who you want to be, you need to get with him and let him renew your heart so that in your so you can actually be who he wants you to be, fill him with your truth, with his life, so that you begin to speak from a heart that is cause he's given you a new heart. It's not that you need to cha- like change. All we all, all Shad's doing, all we're doing, we're waking up to the reality of who he's made us. Yeah. We are not the craftsmen of our life. We have control, but the control is simply giving over control. Mm-hmm. Mm. Free will, the most it can do is freely give control to one of two people. Sin that leads to death or God that leads to freedom. So if you think you got free will to make all these choices, you really don't. You've been making choices for sin or for God. It's point blank. Yeah, it says in Proverbs that we throw the dice, but God decides how they land. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
this right here, like it, it hits the nail on the head for me um, because we're all here because I obeyed God. Like it, it took me and not bragging on me. It was like, okay, God, I'm going to do what you're telling me to do. And that is, that is probably the hardest thing that I've ever done. Like, and that's from teaching for seven years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But giving up or giving things over and listening to him. Um, and you were just hitting so many good things. Yeah. Like I just, that was loaded. It, it's so good. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm trying to see where he wants me to go. Um, I've this past week. Um, God, God has done some awesome stuff. Um, we every year we have this thing for bands called MPA, and it's extremely difficult. Uh, all the bands are required to go do it and everything, uh, and we have to pick three songs off of a list and all that sort of deal. Uh, and they have three judges, and then you have to go sight read, so you read music that you've never even seen, and like you have like three minutes for one piece, five minutes for whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's taken four years to get my band program to where it is. Uh, and every year it's gotten better every year it's done all of this, but this was the first year that this process wasn't, um, a strain. Like yeah. there, there was parts that were, you know, like I, I was trying really hard or whatever, but it, it felt more natural this year because um, I was giving it to God. I was like, "All right, God, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give all of this to you, you know, and you'll you'll help me along the way." Um, but the reason I, I wanted to say that, like, we I played with uh, my top band, <laughs> and God, God is, he is. He, he says some weird stuff sometimes <laughs> and tells us to do things as like, all right, are you going to trust me on this? Uh, so we're, we finish warm up and we're going to the stage and I just, I just start speaking in tongues. Like I just, you know, just start letting the spirit kind of guide me and everything. We get on stage, play a few, you know, play the, tuning note just to make sure we're all good and then we start playing we play our march and everything and the second song we're playing is this very lyrical piece it's like lots of emotion uh like it's got a lot to it Mm -hmm. and as we start it god's like i want you to speak in tongues the whole time (laughs) i was like what say say, huh he's like i want you to speak in tongues and i was just like <laughs> we'll try this, you know, because I yeah. had that cho- I had that choice of, am I going yeah. to follow what God is telling me right now and step out on faith? And so, you know, like I, I'm doing it not where I'm like, 
yeah, <laughs> you know, wild. you know, wild or anything. You know, I'm conducting like I'm, you know, I'm engaging with the kids and all of this kind of stuff. Um, you know, nobody can hear me, but it's just you know, I'm being obedient. Yeah. And for the first time, my band actually played musically, not just notes and rhythms. Yeah. It was like you, I'm, you're trusting me. And I'm I'm making things happen, and everything you know. Did we hit a few sour notes? Yeah, but like the music was there, which was yeah. something that I had been working so hard to get to. And it's like if you have faith in me, come on, I'm going to reward your faith because your faith isn't phony. Mm. Um, and then la- last thing, we were in the sight reading room, um, and I had already done my part. We had a student conductor, and I was watching her conduct and everything. And it was like the devil just kind of like I was just standing. The devil just kind of like saddled up beside me. He's like, you're not going to make a superior. <laughs> and I was like, I like I kind of like shrugged, tried to shrug, shrug it off. And he was like, yeah, you're not going to make a superior. You're not going to get what you want. And I was like, I said, well, God will give us the desires of our hearts. And I was like, but regardless of what I get tonight with this band, I'm still going to give God praise. So yeah. take that. <laughs> and like, I didn't hear anything else. Um, but God is so good because when we, when I put my faith into him, when I put my trust into him, both of my bands got superiors Friday night and we qualified for state. And it's the first time in like 15 years that Gulf Breeze is qualified to go to state. Wow. Um, so, you know, just trusting God and, you know, if God tells you to do something, if he tells you to go talk to somebody, like, you need to know it's God, you know, because the devil will try to do things that that sounds like God at times. Mm-hmm. That it's like, oh, well, is that God? It's mm-hmm. like, mm, no, that ain't God. Cause he, <laughs> wouldn't, he wouldn't say that. You know, mm-hmm. he wouldn't try to guilt trip you into something. Um like, you know, the devil ain't gonna be like, okay, you need to speak in tongues. <laughs> like, <laughs> that ain't, that ain't. <laughs> but, you know, being faithful, because I think that's the biggest thing. Because, I, like, I talked on my on that video that I made, faith is action. Mm-hmm. Faith without action is phony. So, you've got to be active mm-hmm. in yes. your faith, or it's just hope. Like, I hope I hope it happens. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I hope I get a superior. It's like, well, I put in the work, so yeah. I deserve a superior. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if that if that's for you right now, like if you're wanting something, like there's something that I'm desperately wanting, like desperately wanting. And I, I won't say it here. All of you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm desperately wanting. And I'm clawing. I'm... I'm Grind, I'm doing everything in my power to get what I want. And that that's always been my mentality, but I got God with me. We co-laboring on this thing. Amen. And <laughs> nobody can do it like him. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're out there. We had to move a mattress Sunday for my mom and dad. And this thing is as big as this room. <laughs> that's how big. Like it was, it was huge. Um, and it took like four of us, me and my brother. His it was wife, hilarious. And, uh, his son, like all of us had to co-labor to get that thing moved. God's up there. He's doing it. He, he's like, all right, come on now. I got this in. <laughs> you know, so we got to do it with him. Uh, yeah, there you go. 
That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you look like you about to, about to say something. Um, <clears throat> no, <laughs> thinking about what you were saying, laughing about the mattress. <laughs> yeah, it was quite funny trying to watch them push this king mattress up the stairs. Yeah, it was huge, but I don't know. Like the God keeps just reminding me of like be faithful. Like yeah. even if it it makes you a little uncomfortable, it ain't about to be in comfort, mm-hmm. you know. Was Jesus comfortable on the cross? Yeah. <laughs> Let that sink in. <laughs> was David comfortable going down the middle of the street in his underwear praising the Lord? No. Was Abraham comfortable with going up a mountain to sacrifice his son? Probably not. <laughs> you know, he's like, Lord's going to provide. I'm going to keep doing what, you know. It's all of these things. We're, we're not made to be in comfort because... That means we're, we're, it talks in Proverbs how being lazy. Come on, like, that's what I was about to say, yeah. If we're lazy, we're going to find ourselves in poverty in yeah. some part of our lives. Yep, yep. You know, just, just a little bit more sleep or yeah. uh, I'll get it tomorrow. Yep. Like, we've got to be active today. Yes. We've got to be active today because what if it, what if we didn't reach out to that person today and they stepped out into t- eternity? And we could have said something that would have gotten them into a better place. Yeah. It's it's all about taking that step. If God's putting something on your heart, do it because yeah. you never know what it can what it could affect. Yeah, amen. And let me I want to try to encase all this really good. Um, well, first I was I was because he said it, but it says a little sleep, a little slumber, and along comes poverty. And uh, Solomon said, I looked upon the garden of a lazy man, and it was overgrown, and yep. and it wasn't taken care of. Um, and scripture talks about through diligence things are won, through through perseverance, through consistency. Um, that's what you know. I'm speaking from a place of learning this, guys. I've lived a life of laziness. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands, a little like a lazy man on a hinge on a door turns over. A lazy man, he's so lazy he won't even lift his hand out of his bowl after he goes to get the food. That was me. And I'd read Proverbs and I'd be so like on edge because I'm like, Lord, it's me. I'm lazy. And I wouldn't take the action, but I was like, why? And just like Shad said, why aren't these things happening in my life that you're prophesying? And I wasn't doing anything. Mm. I wasn't taking any action. I wanted the Lord to just mystically and magically just boop. All of a sudden, like genie, just bop his head, and then boop, everything's everything's there. That's not how the kingdom works. But there's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason. The Lord's not just a jerk. Mm-hmm. Mm. He wants you to be like him. Mm-hmm. But to be like him, you must build character. Yes. Yeah. You Ooh. must. You must yeah. build character. Yeah. And you build character by submitting, mm-hmm. not getting giving into your own will. Jesus had his own will. It was evident. He said, not my will, Mm. but yours be done. So we have to give up our will for his. And I want you to encourage you with this too. What we're saying is not any shame, but it says love chastens. God chastens and corrects. Mm. He's not always like, oh my God, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be so good. You don't have to do anything. Oh my goodness, it's all going to be wonderful. No, when he chastens, he says, look. You're doing great here, but I have this against you. Correct this, it will be good. 
you got this. But you have to also understand, like we're saying, he co-labors with us, guys. Yeah. We're not saying do this on your own power. That's why we must grow in relationship and intimacy mm. and fellowship with him so we can understand who's actually for us. The scripture says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things of prayer and supplication, make your needs known to God so that the peace that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and mind. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. And I think that's actually, that's still, it's all in Philippians. That's two different sections. But it also says, work out your salvation. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. We need to work out our salvation. We need to realize everything he's given us because salvation is not a golden ticket to heaven. The word is sozo, saved, healed, delivered, made whole, brought yeah. back to original value. Amen. We need to take into account our salvation, but not only our salvation, but who saved us. And fear is not just like, oh, like we're scared of him, but it is. It's it, Some people just say it's a holy, I used to just say it's a holy a reverential awe, but it's more than that. When you begin to have that true fear, you realize he is huge. He is almighty, all powerful. You have that understanding, that fear, like, man, he could squish me with his thumb, but he, with the same size that he is, he, that same passion he loves me with. He's for me and not against me. And so we work yeah. that out with a fear and trembling. You, you're, you read John and Isaiah, they felt like dead when they got in his presence. They were like, oh, we did. And they had to get restored. They had to get picked back up. So when you get in his presence, he's large. He ain't playing no games. He's about this life. But I want to encourage you today. This is encouraging words. They might sound like they're cutting, but we're cutting away at the useless things that are trying to grow these yeah. areas that yeah. are going to hinder you. We love you. It says the wounds of a friend are faithful, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Mm. Yeah. So we are coming as friends to you saying, wake up, wake up, wake up. Lay down those excuses. Every area you think you can't do it, good. You're dead. Raised to new life with Christ. Be alive with him. Realize you can do all things through Christ. We didn't come through this through just motivational speakers. The Holy Spirit has led us to this truth. He is continuing to lead us in this truth. But we have to follow him. And we're here for you guys. Man, we'll message you, talk with you, whatever. We'll encourage you. That's my job. It's literally like a mandate from the Lord for me to do that. Mm-hmm. I love doing it. I'll encourage you all day. It might not be fluffy. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> but it's going to get the job done. you either going to listen or you're going to run. You're going to do one of the two. But I'm telling you guys, he is for you and not against you. There is nothing that can separate you from his love. You need to just get alone with him. What Shad's been doing, start journaling. Start realizing that he wants to speak with you. Paul said, I wish that all would prophesy. The reason he wants all to prophesy is because everyone's hearing the Lord. And we wouldn't have these super saiyan preachers who are up there and everyone's like, I'm with Paul and I'm with Apollos. They would have Jesus and Jesus alone. Their eyes would be fixed upon their love. They would be like Paul who said, I, I strive to be one with him, to know the intimacy of his sufferings. To So just go after him, guys. Don't allow these little foxes to spoil the vines. I don't care how deep you are. I've gotten myself so deep, the Lord pulls me back out and says, now what you going to do? You going to walk with me? You going to take me serious? He's told me multiple times, you don't take me serious enough. And now I'm starting to take him serious, and things are changing in my life. Amen. He's blessing things. Not that... Not that he wasn't before, 
But I was hindering. He told me early, he said, a fool ruins his life and blames God. Mm. And, and he said, I give you seed and you eat it. I give you seed and you plant it for a little while, but then you dig it up and destroy it because it doesn't come to fruition when you want it to. Wow. So when he gives you something, it might be small, like Shad said, but the little thing turns into the great thing. But the reason that happens is because you must build character. You must build consistency with him. Because you cannot be a ship that's gone to and fro. I've been that, guys. Don't be that. It is torture. It is death. It would have been better for me to never been saved than to stay that way. I'll tell you that right now. But the Lord is redeeming, and he's redeemed me. He's brought me away from those things that cause death because he has brought me to newness of light. I once was darkness, but now I am light. Woo. <laughs> um, I'm just going to jump in on something you said. Yeah. Okay. Um, the fear of the Lord. That's something I really feel like uh, God shed light on for me this year. So if you think back in that time frame, the Lord is the ruler. The ruler implements laws. Mm -hmm. The word of God is law. Mm -hmm. So we should never be afraid of the Lord, I don't think, his character. We shouldn't be afraid of his character. Mm -hmm. What we're afraid of is what... We've been talking about what God's been dealing with us about is that line that's been drawn in the dirt. Mm -hmm. Because on one side of that line is God-like. On the other side of the line is hell. It's like hell. You're going to mm -hmm. see the fruit of hell. Yeah, While That alive. should terrify you. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's, it's not God being mean. It's God just saying, this is the way the world is. Like, he... He's given us all these commands not to be controlling, but it's just this is just the way the world is. Like there has to be some sort of structure for it to work. And he's he's given us the way to life. He's given us the way to prosperity. But we have to live with a certain amount of fear in order to do what's right. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> the other day, uh, a friend of mine... I was talking to him about coffee, and I was asking whether or not he thinks people should drink coffee. And he was telling me that what, the way coffee actually works works is that it sort of irritates the body, and it puts it in the body into uh, the fight-or-flight response. And at first I was like, man, I'm just not going to drink coffee anymore. But then I thought about it for a while. The reason I do almost everything I do in my life is because if I don't do it, the thought of not doing it irritates me. <laughs> so like coffee is the irritant that empowers my body to not live a life that leads to results that irritate me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just joking about the coffee, but <laughs> the fear of the Lord, again, is not the, necessarily the fear of God himself. It's the realization that your decisions creates the life that you have. And you either get on the right side of it or you get on the wrong side of it. Mm -hmm. But that's the fear of the Lord. And if you don't fear the Lord, you're a fool. Mm -hmm. And that's scripture. Yep. Um, I made my wood. You got something? 
Um, Due to mention, you, you said um, the foxes earlier, mm-hmm. and um, I've been studying Song of Songs, and there, I mean, there's so much in there. It's you know, yeah, I'm just the tip of the iceberg right now, but there's still a lot in there. But <clears throat> um, one of the verses I'm was looking at just some stuff to share. Um, This is Song of Solomon 2, verse 15. Um, And this is God. um, He's talking about our our relationship and the things that would get in the way. Um, And he says, catch the foxes for us, the little foxes that are ruining the vineyards while our vineyards are in blossom. My beloved is mine, and this is from the bride's perspective, our perspective, talking to him. My beloved is mine, and I am his. He pastures his flock among the lilies until the cool of day when the shadows flee away. Turn, my beloved, and be like a gazelle or a young stag stag to the mountains of Bether. And I know that's a lot of analogies, but it's just like our um, relationship with him it's this um it's a dance and it's you know i don't want to go too far with the dance analogy but you know it's like if there's stuff on on the dance floor and it's you know we're gonna trip over it. it's gonna get in the way um but you know, they're using the analogy of foxes here, but it's just like, I think when we hear this, it's like, um, there's just so much that's, you know, there's so much that's not right with me, but, um, like it talks about in Nehemiah when the people of God hadn't heard the word in, years and then it was finally told to them it was like oh my gosh I I don't measure up and it's like but it's like you're realizing that oh there is there is something better and there are things in my life that um maybe shouldn't be there or things that choices that I'm making things I'm associating myself with and it's like oh my gosh that's a time to rejoice. This is, that's not a time to condemn yourself because God doesn't condemn you. He's saying, chase out the foxes. And just like we've been talking about, you have the power to do that. Mm -hmm. And it's because of this loving God who shared his power with you. And knowing that you are that loved and that there is someone who's always believing the best about you, it makes it, I mean, the word says my um, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He's talking about, you know, if you do it my way, it's going to be a whole lot easier because he is 
guiding us. And it's it's not saying that there isn't going to be work involved with it, but that when you do it his way, it's doing it the best way. And you're going to feel that fulfillment and feel that satisfaction Correct. of life. And, you know, just ask God, you know, what are, what are the, the foxes? What are the things that are getting yeah, in the way? And and he'll show you, but he's not going to be like, look here, you dummy. There's all this crap in your life right now. Like, it's not going to be like that. Yeah. It's going to be, it's always coming from a place of love. I think when we think about love, I know I had a misconstrued version of it for a long time. It was like, you know, there's love in correction and telling somebody who they really are because you're wanting the best for them. Mm -hmm. And love is also saying and highlighting what is good about somebody, you know, and it's, it's always drawing somebody to the best versions of of themselves. And I'm not saying that God is some like um, self-help thing to, you know, be the best version of yourself. Like I'm saying being the, the child of God that he's called you to be and being able to be fully immersed in this loving relationship. And, um, I totally want to just dive into all of this, but that's going to take way more time than we have. But, um, you know, God, he is calling you his beloved he says that you are lovely and he says that you are beautiful right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even when it seems like, you know, oh my gosh, there may be all the don't don't focus, don't get introspective where it's like I'm full of garbage because you are not full of garbage. Yeah. That's not who you are. You're his beloved, you are lovely, and you are beautiful. And um I know that's something that I've needed to hear. And there there are the foxes that I'm chasing out of my yeah. garden right now. Mm-hmm. And don't let that be overwhelming to you. Rejoice because having that joy where it's going to take you to that place of being fulfilled in who God says that you are, that's going to empower you, give you the strength. The joy is your strength in order to be that person. Um, yeah, a few things, uh, that God kind of laid from years and years, um, you were talking about, there's a clear line. Um, don't fall into what the world is telling everybody right now that you can be whatever you want to be, live your truth and all of that. There is... Like Judah said, a truth and the truth. Yeah. And the truth is what God says. Yes. Um, so don't fall into that trap. That is a trap that is set by the enemy mm-hmm. that wants to mislead you and that wants to get you in a place where he can control you. Yes. So don't fall into that trap. There is the truth, and you need to follow the truth. Mm-hmm. And when you follow it, there's freedom. Yeah. Yes. That, that is 100%. I'm, I'm living in proof. Yours, you were talking about joy. Uh, there was a post by Rick Pino uh, over the weekend that says, uh, "If there's no and if there's not enjoyment, there's no sustainability." Um, so, 
there are things in life that we do because we have to, and I'm not talking about, you know, oh, I don't enjoy taking the garbage out. You got to take the garbage out. Okay, that's just part of it. Um, but <clears throat> being in a place where it is where God wants you is totally different than being in the place where you're not in God's will. Um, and I was definitely there, and now I'm in God's will, and there's enjoyment in it. Mm-hmm. And it is such a freeing and just, it's like a breath of fresh air. It's like God is like just breathing on what we're doing. And it's because there's enjoyment. There's sustainability here. There are deep roots that are being grown right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the last thing, I don't know who it's for, but like I kept getting a really sharp pain in my collarbone like throughout the episode Mm -hmm. and like went down my down on my shoulder. Um, If that's you, just know that you are healed in the name of Jesus, that you live in divine health, that Jesus bore stripes on himself so we are already healed, that we were healed. So you've just got to claim that healing. You've got to confess it. And don't look at the symptoms. Tear down those symptoms. Call them down because God sent his son to not just take care of sin, but take care of sickness, the grave, all of it. So you, mm-hmm. you need to mm-hmm. declare over yourself right now that you are healed yes. in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. So that, that's, that was the three things. <laughs> like, it was just like, okay, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. All right. Well, that's a nice meaty episode. <laughs> like, that, that is like, you know, you're you're bloated at this point. Don't get dessert. Yeah, you need to just process. You go watch, go back and watch all of it again. Yeah, um, I encourage you to. Yes, yes. It is, it's so good from everybody's point. It will bring a fire yeah. up in here, the Holy Ghost fire. Oh. <laughs> all we need is just David Hogan to come in. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, we hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure you share it. If you have yeah. any prayer requests, please, please uh, let us know uh, either in the comments or by messaging us on any of the places that we have that. Or you can email us at BeALightShow at gmail.com. Uh, reach out to us there. Make sure you like the page, follow it, and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, it helps us out a ton, but sharing is so important. Yes. Uh, if you're a YouTuber, like if you love watching all the stuff on YouTube, go over to our YouTube channel. We've got that as well, not just Facebook. Have an Instagram and all that. Subscribe. All the yes, please do. Uh, we have a podcast as well. Mm-hmm. I know people lived in podcasts. Listen in the car. Um, while you work. Know, while you're at work, get some Jesus in you. And you can give some Jesus to other people, you know. Just spread Jesus. Mm-hmm. Here's some Jesus. There's some Jesus. Um, let's pray before we go. Yep. Um, Lord, I just thank you that you are having your way right now, Lord. You are planting those seeds. And that we, as your sons and daughters, God, we would choose. We would give freely our will to you, Lord, we would submit to you, Lord, and that we would co-labor to you, with you, Lord. And God, I just pray right now, if anyone under the sound of my voice 
that doesn't know you, Lord, that they would freely give up their their lives, Lord, and they be reborn into that creature that you create through Jesus, Lord. God, I just pray for an awesome week. I know you're about to mess some people up thank from you, this. <clears throat> God, I just thank you. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 I might just have to go listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you again. We hope you enjoyed it. This has been Zach. And Amy. Shad. And Judah. Have a week. A blessed one. A blessed one. I There you go. Have a blessed one. And say good night. Judah. Goodbye. Say goodbye and good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>